Now let us look at the two responses that Jesus gave. Huh? Uh, first to Thomas and then to Philip. Uh, Thomas says, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? You see the same, that's the right way to do it. That's the way to get to that place. It doesn't have to be the, the way, the road, the in our language as well. Huh? I'm the way to get there. You see what that means? Like, I'm the way to get there. Okay. Uh, so, I am the way. Now, that is specified. I am the truth and the life. Now, we're entering into uh, some very profound dimensions of Joe and I in vocabulary. The truth in John's Gospel is the revelation of the Father. That's the truth. In heaven, we will, we will live by the truth. We'll see him in Jesus. Huh? Jesus has made it possible for us. So you see, he is the way to the truth. I am the truth because as the way, I reveal the Father. And I do it already in this life. The works that I do, he often says, and we'll say again in this discourse, the works I do are the works of the Father. What I'm doing reveals the Father. So I'm the truth. Truth means the revelation of the Father. Knowing the truth means knowing the Father. And the way for that to do that is through Christ. I am the revelation of the Father. And, and I am the life. This goes back to the prologue. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness could not put it out. So, these words, truth and life, explain how Jesus is the way. He is the way as the truth, because he's revelation. He's the way at light of light, because from another way of looking at revelation, we have the power to see God. In this life, we can't see God like we do in heaven because our, our bodies aren't up to it. If the vision of God right now would kill us because it would so absorb our souls, there'd be nothing left to keep the body going. In the beatific vision, that's all changed. And our bodies are able to sustain the fact that our spirits are knowing God, intimately seeing Him, loving Him, talking with Him. There's nothing between us and God. In fact, the Trinity's life is our life. We live all eternity, kept alive for all eternity, body and soul, by the Trinitarian life of God. And so, you see, this promise. Uh, see, and no one comes to the Father except by me. Great. Okay? Uh, so then after having said that, he goes on, And if you knew me, then you'd know the Father as well. Uh, 
I'm trying to say how I translated that. Well, anyway, I'll just go on. If you knew me, uh, you see, you'd know the Father as well. And from now on, you do know him and have seen him. Not perfect vision yet, but you have. So Philip says, oh, Lord, show us the Father. And that would be enough for us. That may be a reflection of Moses' words on Mount Sinai. Oh, let me see your glory. No, Elijah. No, Moses. Let me see your glory. Jesus says to him, Have I been with you such a long time and you don't know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? That's enigmatic, isn't it? But you see, for anyone who sees, even through the veil of faith, who Jesus is, sees the Father. They know him. And the Father will, in his own good time, reveal himself. Spend hours with you. Showing himself to you. Changing your life. But it's always through the Lord. And that's why uh, our Lord says here, you see, uh, who has seen me has seen the Father. To the degree that we really get to know Jesus, we understand the Father. And that grows. Both grow throughout our whole life. If we pray and obey him. Uh, it's very important. He's going to say later on uh, in this chapter, actually in verse 21, the one who keeps one who keeps my the one who loves me keeps my commandments. We're going to study that a lot. Why does he insist on these commandments? Commandments are not just uh, do this, do that. They're the way of life. You see, and my father will love him, and I will love him, and I will show myself to him. When that happens, you see, if I show myself to you, you'll see the Father, because he who sees me sees the Father. This, you know, for instance, St. Teresa of Avila tells us that at a certain time in her life, our Lord was there talking to her and telling her about the life in the Trinity, discoursing about the Trinity. And so she said, and this, I believe, is what they mean by theology. Well, she'd been reading the Fathers of the Church because you couldn't read the Bible in Spanish. It was forbidden by the uh, Inquisition. But you could read the Fathers, and then the Bible's there, too. But she got to know the Fathers of the Church. She's a very intelligent woman. This, you know, and besides being a very enlightened mystic. So when she says, and this, I believe, is what they mean by theology, that's exactly right. Theology is discourse about theos, about God. You, the whole mystery of redemption, that's called the economy, the working out of the plan of salvation. But just to discourse about God, that's theologia. That's why, because of the way John starts his gospel, he's called Ioannis Hoteologos, John the Theologian, because he starts 
In the beginning was the Word. He starts right away talking about the Trinity. Why? Because he knew it. It was revealed to him. And so he began that way. You can remember when we started these, that was the first thing we looked at. In the beginning, the Word already was. So here, you see, uh, we have this notion that uh, how can you say, show us the Father? And then the key to the knowledge comes in the next line. Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? So that if you really see me, you can't miss the Father. This is the grace. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But it's this grace. Uh, There's a text similar to it in chapter 15, the next chapter, verse 10. These two chapters, 15 and and 14, um, do complement, if you will, one another. In 15, you have the same type of a thing said. If anybody keeps my commandments, he abides and abides in my love, as I keep my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So how do you get to know the Father? You abide in my love. But since I'm abiding in the Father's love, you see the Father. My friends, this is a promise. This isn't something that we read about because we're supposed to read the Bible. This is a promise of the eternal Son of God. I want to bring you to know my Father so that your heart is captivated by Him. If you want to get an idea of what that's like, read the dialogues of St. Catherine of Siena, where she's dialoguing with the Father and He with her, and see what that's like. You you can't dialogue with the Father and leave the Holy Spirit and the Son apart because they're one God. But you can see the Father. You can read, and, and she's a great example of that. Uh, the Father talks to her a lot, and um, teaches her. So you see um, that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Now uh, he goes on to show how we can see that the words, and he doesn't use the word uh, uh, logos here. He uses rimata the other word, Rima, that I speak to you. I don't speak from myself, but the Father, Menon, the same word we have, abiding, places to abide, the Father abiding in me, you see, he does the works. Well, now, just a minute. What do you mean? You see, the words I speak, I don't speak on my own. The Father abiding in me does his works. How can that be? Um, That, um, you see, the Father heals. The Father speaks in and through me. And so, if you get to know me, you'll get to know the source of my actions and my words. And this is the Father. Now, the text, and all the way through, especially this chapter 14, there's a great deal of accent on faith. 
But then, the minute he starts to talk about the paraclete, and we'll be looking at this next week, if you love me, you keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he'll give you another paraclete, calling himself a paraclete. That's for next week, but I want to point out this rhythm. You see, uh, when the Holy Spirit brings us into the family of the Trinity, and we belong to the household of the Father, this is what we see. You see, we see Jesus, the Word. And because of that, we see the Father and we see the Holy Spirit. But see doesn't mean look at. It means embrace, experience, know, be loved by, embraced by. Not just see like I see the light bulb or something. You see? And so, the we cross over from seeing, meaning behold, to seeing, meaning experience. The bridge from one to the other is belief and, and the obedience of love. That's how we get there. He promises, and I will show myself to you. Himself is the very word of God. So, you see, my friends, I know we're going slowly, but we have to. Because now the Lord, through John, is telling us things that are really on the other side of the veil. And for us to understand them, we have to go slowly and ponder them and ask the Holy Spirit to show us and to bring them alive for us. So we'll continue with chapter 14 next week.